I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a good afternoon. We get you ready for the weekend. We've got the NFL draft continuing in just a little bit. So last show, remember I gave you the scenario in the NBA playoffs, what would happen if all three teams won and they all lost? How about that for you? Oh, my gosh. They all lost. Well, I guess Debo Samuel was not traded yesterday. And I just wonder where this all ends up, but no trade with the 49ers yesterday. Big news today in the world of sports, and it has to do with Major League Baseball suspending Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer two years without pay. Bauer released a statement immediately saying he is appealing the suspension. And I don't know where this ends up, but a statement said in part, in the strongest possible terms, I deny committing any violation of the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. I am appealing this action and expect to prevail as we have throughout this process. My representatives and I respect the confidentiality of the proceedings. Now, he's accused of sexual assault by a woman in San Diego. Uh, An L.A. judge denied the woman a permanent restraining order a couple of months ago, back in, I believe it was August or September. The L.A. County District Attorney's Office declined to file criminal charges a couple of months ago, but... Major League Baseball has conducted their own investigation and has uh, now suspended Bauer for two years. Two years. See what happens. Who knows what the real truth is other than regardless of how you feel in this particular case, uh, Bauer is a, how would I say it properly? He has deviant sexual behavior. Would that be accurate? Or would it be uh, abnormal, atypical? I'm not really sure what you would call it, okay? But he's going to appeal this suspension. Again, no legal action at all. None, right? So Major League Baseball is taking the law into their own hands. That's pretty much what's going on. That's what's happening. 
be interesting to see what happens with this appeal uh, with Trevor Bauer. All right, if you want to call up and talk about the draft in round one, we can do that. If you want to talk about what we may see with the rounds uh, two and three starting at the top of the hour, we can do that as well. All right, NBA, no game sevens from last night's series, but that brings us to tonight, and you have an unbelievably entertaining series and what we've seen with Memphis and Minnesota. Really has. Been a heck of a series. Been very exciting. Games have gone right down to the wire, and I don't know why we would expect tonight's game in Minnesota uh, to be any different. So Grizzlies with a chance to close it out and move on and advance to round two against the Warriors. All right, so your thoughts on that or anything else going on uh, in the world of sports. You were hoping that one of those home teams would win last night to have at least one uh, game seven to look forward to, uh, but not the case. Not the case at all. So, again, we got the NFL draft. We got the game tonight, game six, with Memphis and Minnesota. We've got the Trevor Bauer news. And then, of course, the big trade yesterday. I thought, I'll tell you, I thought the Philadelphia Eagles made the best move of any team in the draft and on draft day when they acquired A.J. Brown from the Titans. To me, they had the best day of anyone. Excuse me while I take some water. And the reason why I say that, I don't know how any of these draft picks are going to do, but I already know what A.J. Brown is, right? I already know what he is. The 18th and the 101st pick went to Tennessee, and he got a four-year, $100 million deal. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's only 24. I'll tell you this. This is a great move for Philadelphia. This is a great move for Philadelphia. This guy's the real deal. This is a big-time move. Now you put him alongside Devontae Smith, who, of course, was the rookie last year out of Alabama. They took 10th overall. Man, uh, you, you tell me how you're going to go at Brown and Smith. It's a big-time move for Philadelphia. I, I think this is an excellent job by the Eagles. And again, I don't have a problem grading them. I give them an A-plus on that move. And you know why? Because I already know what A.J. Brown can do. I don't know what any draft picks can do. But I certainly know what Brown can do. That's a big-time move for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, let's get to some calls. Why don't we open it up with Jeff? Hey, Jeff. Jeff, go ahead. You hit the microphone icon, and we'll put you on. There you go. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how you doing today? What's good? How are you? Are you happy with your Giants draft last night? Why would I be happy with it? How do I know what the guys are going to do? I'm never happy with a draft until I see it for a couple of years. Why would anybody, how could I possibly be happy with a draft where the Giants have had so many bad draft picks? I mean, everyone was ecstatic a couple of years ago when they took Eric Flowers. Everyone was ecstatic when they took Saquon Barkley. I don't, I don't get into excitement on draft day. I get into excitement after I see him play for a period of time. Then I either get excited or I say it was a bad pick. So, you know, to me, there is no such thing as a good there. I really mean this. There's no such thing as a, you know, like, wow, you did great on draft day. How does anyone know that a team did great on draft day? Right, right. I mean, you know, 
Debo Samuel was a second rounder last, you know, a couple of years ago. So great you point. Never know great point. What's gonna? Ha- you don't know what's gonna happen. And I was in the camp that I, you know, if he went, I didn't. Ca- I mean, it's kind of like the AJ Brown thing. I mean, the yeah. uh, the Tennessee picked up a good prospect, and that you know he loosened up the cap. I was hoping the Niners would pick up maybe a couple of draft choices and lower their cap. And then when they get rid of uh, Grappolo, uh, Grappolo, that'll loosen up some more money and they hopefully can bring in a running back. But um, have you ever seen a draft like this with no quarterbacks, no, no, no running backs no. are going? Nope. No tight ends either. You know, to, yeah, to, to no tight, just, the, yeah. not one running yeah. back has been picked yet. No. And to go one step further about the draft, like for instance, you mentioned, Debo Samuel, you know, in the NBA, two of the very best players in basketball right now are Nikola Jokic and Giannis Adetokounmpo. They were both second round picks, right? They didn't go in the first round. So, you know, again, you know, people that think they have this draft all figured out, nobody has the draft figured out. And I'll tell you right now, we're going to look back in three years, Jeff, of the top 10 players that were taken yesterday, and there will be some bust among those top 10, just the way it is. Yeah, look at Tom Brady, sixth round. (laughs) Yeah. Montana. I mean, we can go on and on. Anyways, uh, you think Towns is going to show up tonight? I think that's the key to the whole game. If yeah, Towns, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it seems he, like when he plays well, they do well. And, you know, he played well in the last game. And so I don't know how Minnesota blew the game. But right. uh, I'm really hoping Minnesota wins tonight because I would like to see this go to game seven because I think this has been just a great series. Yeah, it's been a dandy, like you used to say. Any, anyways, yes, indeed. Uh, I listened to Dave Stewart's interview and uh, about the A situation you've been talking uh-huh. about, and he's been basic. He basically uh, blamed the city of Oakland for not partnering up with uh, the A's ownership, and he put in a bid like 115 million or something to try and buy half of the, the you know, the Coliseum. Or you know, he tried to get in there on the deal, and they wouldn't let him in. But he basically is saying that Oakland is the one is the problem, the city. I agree. I think Oakland is the problem. Uh, I, I, I agree with Dave Stewart. Absolutely agree. Right. I, I totally agree with him. Right. All right. Well, hey, you have an awesome. So are, are, are you not able to talk about, are you here for your, your, your uh, lawsuit? Or are you just yeah, there's nothing, for- I can t- there's nothing I can talk about on the legal front. If and when uh, that situation changes, then I'll talk about it. But until then, I can't, there's nothing to, there's nothing to disclose. Fair, fair enough. All right. Have a good one. You too. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. NFL draft round two begins with Tampa on the clock, followed by uh, Minnesota, Tennessee, the Giants, and Houston. Those are the top five picks in the second round. All right. So, you know, if you're a fan of the Niners, you got to wait to pick 61 overall, just the way it is. You know, they gave up a lot last year to get Trey Lance. So they have been spectators. So again, Tampa on the clock, followed by the Vikes, which they got from Detroit. Tennessee, they got from the Jets. Then the Giants, the Texans, the Jets with their pick from Carolina, Chicago, uh, and then Seattle has picks 48 and 49. All right. So picks 48 and 49. 48, uh, I believe, 
is in the trade from Denver. So Seattle will be very active uh, in this second round as well. All right, I want to hear from you. Very interesting that uh, Aaron Rodgers last night was on with Pat McAfee, NFL draft special, and uh, said he was surprised by the Devontae Adams trade. I thought that was rather interesting that Aaron Rodgers told that uh, to Pat McAfee. So didn't seem like he had any ill will or feelings. He said he was happy uh, for Devontae. But that's a big loss, boy. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. All right. Uh, by the way, the Ra- Raiders today declined fifth-year options on three first-round draft picks, Jacobs, Abram, and uh, Farrell. How about that? They're all declined options. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Just throwing in that news. But again, NFL draft, again, uh, coming up at the uh, top of the hour. If you want to get in on that, uh, I'm surprised uh, out of two year suspension uh, for Trevor Bauer. Again, I, I'm not an expert on this, but it seems like a he said, she said case. But again, that's just my opinion based on everything that I've read, just on everything I've seen. All right, let's get to Ryan. Ryan, uh, welcome to the show today. Hi, Ryan. Hey, what's up, Napes? How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, quick question for you with the Baker Mayfield stuff going on. Seattle uh, in Russell Wilson's entire tenure did not ever draft a first line or a uh, first round offensive lineman pick. And all he wanted to be is protected. Baker's had the same issue. Do you think 48, 49 go to uh, Cleveland and Seattle makes a move for Baker? Could very well be. We do know this. They need a quarterback, right? Yeah. Our our current quarterback is not a starting quarterback in this league, but (laughs) I do find it. I do find it ironic that, you know, they didn't do that all along. And obviously they got some good picks with uh, DK Metcalf. They gave up a lot to get Jamal Adams. But, you know, I I think they're gearing up for a run at Baker. I I, I truly do. And I think he kind of fits that personality mold with uh, Pete Carroll in Seattle, a little bit of a smaller quarterback, a little bit mobile. And, uh, you know, I think he's a good player. He's got a lot left in him. He had the – it's not – it's not easy to start as a rookie quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Look at Aaron yeah. Rodgers. He came yeah. up behind Brett Favre. For a you know, I saw years that Mike and... Florio. I saw Mike Florio of NBC today uh, said that he thinks the Panthers uh, should make Baker Mayfield their number one priority today. Also, so you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Mayfield move today. Uh, I really would. But I know Florio said, "quote The Panthers should go get Mayfield before other teams join the hunt." Well, the Panthers, I mean, look at the Deshaun Watson stuff. He was not going to go, and then, or they said that that was out of play, and then he came in. So I, I wonder if it's kind of a smokescreen to push up his stock, per se. But um, last question, because I don't want to take up too much time. Do you think there's any way Debo moves today? I would say it's highly unlikely. I, I don't think so. I don't think the Niners would have traded him or are going to trade him without getting a first-round pick back in return and, you know, the first round is in the books. Is it possible? It's possible. I just think it's unlikely. Yeah, very good. Okay. And what was your biggest surprise from night one? Uh, my biggest surprise probably was – that's a very good question. I thought they were two. Uh, I thought only one quarterback going in the first round was a surprise because, you know, I, I thought that there might be towards, you know, 20 to – 
32. I thought maybe we would have more than one name uh, going from a quarterback perspective. So, you know, I guess that surprised me uh, a little bit. And, um, you know, I think the first cornerback taken off the board from LSU was a surprise. I think everybody had that, you know, cornerback from uh, Cincinnati going once or going, uh, you know, number one in that position. So I think based on all of the analysis that I heard, and again, I'm only going by what I heard from the experts, okay? Everyone pretty much thought Walker and Hutchinson would be, you know, kind of interchangeable. But then when the Jets took uh, Ahmad Gardner, uh, excuse me, when the uh, Texans took Derek Stingley from LSU, I think that raised a lot of suspicion. Now, he only played 10 games, injuries. Uh, they, Everyone I was listening to on draft coverage thought that the best cornerback in the NFL, or the best cornerback coming out of college, by the way, was, uh, you know, Gardner. But Stingley, out of LSU, went third to Houston. I think, personally, just on the experts, and again, I don't follow this that closely. I can't tell you a college player is this or that. I'm an NFL guy, but I would tell you that most most NFL experts, Ryan, thought that was the biggest surprise in round one. Very interesting. I don't disagree. I think tonight's going to be um, even more interesting. There's a lot of great receivers still on the board, and I think we're going to see a lot of action. So looking forward to it, and I appreciate your time, Napes, and uh, have a great rest of the day, okay? All right. Have a good weekend, Ryan. Appreciate it very much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress, we all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Again, I don't know what to think of that. But Gardner was on almost all boards higher than Stingley. That means Stingley's not going to be a really good player, but he's got more question marks uh, than Gardner just based on health. So, you know, you know, we'll see. And again, we talk about, you know, the quarterback uh, p- position. 
And, you know, the Steelers, obviously, and that's a great story. When you think about Ben Roethlisberger and Kenny Pickett, the quarterback out of Pittsburgh, taking 20th overall. And I thought we might have another quarterback in that first round, but uh, just did not happen. But that is an interesting story with, of course, Pickett, uh, who played his college ball right there in Pittsburgh, uh, being drafted uh, by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So what do you think? What are your surprises in round one? You know, again, I don't really say, well, this team did well, that team did well. No. No. Let me see him. Let me let, let me see him on the field. Let me see him play. All right. Then I'll know. But until then, no, there's too many, too many mistakes made every year in the NFL draft. Hey, Al, how are you? Good, yep, Dave. Can sure you hear can. me? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Hey, uh, I can't comment to the draft because I really don't follow the college game anymore. I used to years ago when I was younger. I liked, you know, certain teams like Notre Dame, Irish with their Parsegan and but I don't follow the college game, so I don't – I can't comment. On, but, you know, it looks to me that from what I'm seeing, your Giants got you – know, and I'm, I'm an old school – I believe in starting on the lines with your, with your team. You know, you got to have yes. – you got to win the battles in the trenches. So, for me, uh, the offensive line and defensive line, that's, that, that's, your, that's where you win and lose. And so the Giants assessed, you know, and again, nobody knows, you know, when a guy comes out, you know, because it's football. I mean, you know, football is so unique. It's not of any sport. You know, you, you hope you, you got a coach, they got a system, you got you yep. got a, a team. It, it's such a unique sport in that concept that what do you, I mean. Al, I got to put you back. Uh, in the audience, uh, you have a real bad connection. So, but I'm with you on that. Uh, I, I think you're spot on, but I do appreciate it. Thank you very much uh, for uh, the call. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon. We'll see if we can get Al back on and see if we got a better connection here. All right, Al, let's pick it up from where we were. Go right ahead. I'm Al. sorry. Can you hear me better now? Is this good? Yep. 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 Good. Okay. So just if I could, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but your Giants looked like they did. They got two real solid players. Um, you know, do you like a a guy coming? You follow the college game. Do you like it when your your team gets a, a team gets a local guy? Because I kind of like like the Pittsburgh the Steelers got the kid, and he played his ball at at the University of Pittsburgh. Do you like that? Because I kind of like that. Uh, or does it make a difference? Actually, it doesn't really make a difference to me. I've always heard that a local uh, product will have a lot more distractions because of friends and family, and uh, most players uh, will tell you that they prefer to move out of their area where they're from because, you know, mm. because there's less distractions, less people asking you for tickets and I can go on and on and on little things like that. So, you know, again, I don't know, I've never been in that position. I'm only telling you what, you know, I've read in the past from athletes that they actually, you know, kind of like moving away and going outside uh, of their area. Yeah. I get you. Uh, you know, that, that makes perfect sense. I think if anything, maybe towards the end of their career, they kind of like to come back and uh, play by the by the hometown, like yes, you know. But it makes true. more sense to me when you're on the on the, like you know Bobby Wagner actually played ball. He's from the Los Angeles area, so when it, so so that makes sense more yep. on the tail end. I get you. Then you're young and everything and going through your head. That makes sense. And just real quick, I got to listen to your podcast with uh, Larry, 
man, you know, it, it's just amazing what happened to him and his experience. It's kind of like a little, I was a little bit surprised. He kind of apologized, it sounded like a little bit to you, because he kind of felt he sort of distanced himself, admittedly, you know, on your situation. What, how was your thought on that? I mean, he's well, he told me, to he you. said that he, uh, when, when, when we, when no, I didn't bother me at all, when we were on YouTube, he told me he did speak up when he was with Tom Tolbert and Rod Brooks, and they basically gave right. him a hard time uh, for speaking up for me. And he felt very uncomfortable that he was put in that position and felt that he should have done more. And I'm like, you know, we were in a horrible time that year uh, during that time. Um, I don't have, I don't hold any grudges against Larry. He reached out to me. Uh, he was supportive of me. I understand the situation. Um, so I, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I think Larry's being too hard on himself personally as it relates to him not speaking up for me because I, I don't feel that way at all about him. I don't feel that way. Yeah, I think I might have misinterpreted it because if anything, he wanted to do more and say more. Yes. And that's yes, where he, he kind of got shut down because Colbert and his co-host, he wanted to speak to it more. And everybody else says, no, we don't talk about like, you know, the woke movement, how they, they feel like I, we don't want to talk about that. And we only talk about this. You so know, Tom that's Tolbert, Tom Tolbert doesn't like me. Yeah, Tom Tolbert doesn't like me because I was critical of him when he was working for NBC. And I made a comment on the air that he would not be working uh, in the NBA for NBC much longer uh, because of his, the, he brought all the attention on himself with his bizarre outfits, which I had heard that the NBA was not happy with when he was doing the studio show. I also felt that he was the most unprepared person on network TV that I had ever seen. And I predicted that he would not be working on national TV for much longer. And he wasn't, that was his last year. So I was right. And he didn't like it. He, he didn't like the fact that I had said that, but it wasn't personal. I was just, somebody had called up my radio show one day and asked me uh, about him on the air. And I said, you know what, you better enjoy him now because he's not going to be on for much longer. And he wasn't, and he wasn't. Yeah. So I was just giving, listen, you know me, Al, if someone asks me a question, I'm going to answer it truthfully. Why not? And, and it's never personal, for God's sake. It's never personal with you, Grant. I mean, anybody who takes it personally, you just got to get grow a skin, for God's sake. But, you know, I just really hope for me, you and, and Larry together. I'll put you right back I mean, on again. You guys, you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, buddy. You're breaking up on me again, but no problem. You have a good weekend. All right, I got to put you back in the audience. Uh, thank you. Uh, have a good weekend, Al. Just for whatever reason, we got bad connection. So have a great weekend. It's always good hearing from. You. If you want to come on the show, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and miss that podcast today. I, I thought it was an excellent conversation uh, with Larry Kruger. I really do. I really enjoyed having him on, and uh, we didn't really talk about sports. Uh, we talked about his background. We talked about his uh, growing up, being a fan of the San Francisco Giants, the 49ers, uh, his favorite announcers, how he got into the business, and then uh, talk to him about his comments about Felipe Alou, the Giants skipper, back in 2005, and what happened after that. So it was a really interesting conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I 
appreciate Al uh, for bringing that up. But, you know, I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really uh, good conversation. And I was very happy uh, to have him on. So you can check it out. If you don't like that, you can go to my website. That's also as easy as any way uh, to listen to my work. And all you got to do is go to if you don't like that.com. All right. So if you want to come on the show, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Again, one game in the NBA tonight with Memphis and Minnesota. You know the routine. If the Timberwolves win, then there will be a game seven this weekend. And if not, then we get ready for uh, round two. But again, the road teams, you got to give them credit. You know, everybody's been bagging on Philadelphia. Got to give them credit. You know, they had a big win going into Toronto and uh, making it look easy. So good job by Philadelphia. You had the Jazz with an opportunity to win the game at the end, but Bogdanovich missed a wide open three. So instead of going back to Dallas for a game seven, it's now the Mavs uh, moving on against the Phoenix Suns. All right. So, again, I want to hear from you on this uh, Friday, about 30 minutes in front of the NFL draft, rounds two and three. All right. Rounds two and three. And again, the Tampa Bay Bucks will lead off in round number two. And again, the 49ers will have a pick in the second round. So, you know, we've got that as well. So, again, Let's get to uh, some phone calls right here on Listen Up, and uh, we're going to say hello to uh, Jerry. Jerry, how are you today? I'm fine, Grant. How are you on this Friday? Good, buddy. Good. What can I do hey, for you? Uh, you know, watching watching the NBA playoffs, Memphis and Minnesota, and you know these teams, Phoenix Suns, and I mean, you know, I know that you talked about this here just a couple of days ago, but it's just so depressing that they were in the same boat that we were just a few years back and it's you know what i mean lousy lousy drafting uh management ownership uh, it's just very depressing just to watch and think about what could what could have been yeah well i mean that's very true isn't it you can always look back and think what could have been and it can absolutely drive you crazy can it uh grant it could uh i don't see uh, I don't see Sabonis staying, Grant, if the Kings don't make any major moves next year. I mean, I, I, I don't see the guy staying. I really don't. I don't either. Uh, now, here's the thing that you got to remember, Jerry, okay? The Kings can pay Sabonis a lot more money than another team. So that, they do have that going for them. They could make it financially promising for Sabonis, even if he doesn't want to stay, because he's on the Kings – they could offer him uh, a good deal of money more. It's going to be how much does Sabonis want to go to a winning team. My own personal feeling is if the Kings are not a lot better, Jerry, within two years, he will take less money to go play somewhere else. That's just how I look at it. I really believe that. Yeah, Grant, uh, that makes sense. But I mean, I just, you know, I don't see no, I, I don't see the light at the end, at the end of, of the tunnel. And it's, you know, it's, being a lifelong Kings fan uh, a long time and uh, seeing a lot, a lot of worse years than good years. So I just hope things change here, son. Jerry, have a great weekend, man. I appreciate it very much. Take care. Yeah. You know, again, I, 
only time will tell. Monty McNair's got the pressure on him. I think we know that, all right? He's got a lot of pressure on him because he doesn't have a lot of time to fix this. And I don't see it. I mean, look at look at New Orleans, okay? Assuming they get Zion Williamson healthy, they're going to be right there. The only team that I could see the Kings being better than that finished ahead of them is San Antonio, all right? Portland will have Lillard back. You have Phoenix isn't going anywhere. Memphis isn't going anywhere. Golden State, right? Dallas, Minnesota has now ascended and they're past the Kings. Who, who's, who's ahead of the Kings right now in the West? That's not going to be better than the Kings next year. Maybe San Antonio, maybe. That's it. Would you put the Kings ahead of New Orleans? I wouldn't. Would you put the Kings ahead of Portland? Maybe, maybe. But Portland wasn't there. Would you put the Kings ahead of Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas, Utah, Denver, Minnesota? Would you? Would you put them ahead of New Orleans? Nope. I mean, you got to look at this objectively. How's it? How are they going to get better? How's that going to happen? How is that going to happen? Don't see it. All right, again, hit your hand icon, raise your hand. And we will get you right on. Hit your hand icon and we'll do it right here on Listen App. Grant Napier with you. Don't forget, Monday, we're going to be on later as uh, I've got some important meetings I have to be at. So Monday, I'm going to be on with you at 5 o'clock. All right? That's 5 o'clock coming up for you on Monday. We'll not be able to do a show on Tuesday. And then looking ahead to Wednesday, uh, probably 4 o'clock, but I'll update you there on uh, Monday. So I guess I'm getting some comments that for whatever reason, my connection is not great today. I do apologize. And I apologize to Al, who had the call twice. And then you heard from Jerry. So again, I'm sorry. You know, I'm doing the best I can, but uh, hope that you can hear me. And if you want to try and get on, I'd love to hear from you. All right. So again, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, and we will do it. I'm trying to walk around to some different areas to see uh, if that makes a difference. So I'd love to hear from you. If not, we'll make it a quick show today just due to the uh, signal. I always appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate all the phone calls. I appreciate everybody uh, chiming in and giving me their uh, thoughts. Don't forget uh, NFL Draft resumes in 30 minutes. All right. So enjoy that. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy that game tonight with Memphis and Minnesota. And again, I apologize if the connection has been a little rough today. That would be on my end, probably more so than your end. All right. So thanks for your patience. Uh, I'm up in an area today that's not as good as where I've been in the past. So, you know, again, thank you very much for listening. I'll tell you what, we'll wrap it up then. And uh, we'll hope to be in a much better area on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. So great having you here on Listen App. I appreciate your support. You mean the world to me. And have a great weekend, everybody, and so long. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.